Howdy ho, you handsome hunk. Grab a snack and gain some chunk. If your day is great or really sunk, we hope to help you shake the funk. So if you're good to hear some junk, buckle up, it's the Junk Monk Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Junk Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a okay. okay. Hello and welcome to the Junk Monk Podcast. I'm your host, Candace Sloan, who you know from Instagram at Hardens and Hardhats. And I'm Noah, your co-host, you know from right now. If this is your first time listening, let us fill you in. We are watching and reviewing every episode of the USA hit TV show Monk right here each week. And we're going to do so while eating a little bit of junk, so I've got my junk food here, which... Wait, hang on. I want to go first because mine's super lame and yours is really cool. Okay. I pre-peeled some cuties, oranges, and I was like, oh, I'm doing good. And then Noah starts whooping up this master creation, mm-hmm. and do you want to tell the folks what it is? I will. Okay, so we have little non-dip things, which is like basically just bread-dipped things. So what you got to do, put your little non-dippers on the stove, and once you know one side is getting a little burnt, you flip them over. And then that's where the magic happens. You put the powdered sugar, the, the the brown sugar, and then you wait. Wait like two minutes. When those two minutes are up, scoop them off onto a plate and then add the Nutella on the side. And then boom, bada, bing, boom, bam, pow, you have Noah's Schmoopies. Well, I actually put Noah Nonners. Noah Nonners? <laughs> oh, Aww, I like Schmoopies. I'm sorry. Because we asked Toby what we should name them, and he was like, just name them Noah Schmoopies. Well, I put them on Instagram. You put them on Instagram already? Yeah. Wow, that was quick. Well, I mean, it's not quick for them. They're seeing this. Like, they're, yeah. they're, you you like guys saw ago. it like several weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> so these are the Noah Nonners. And the reason I call them Nonners is because obviously non. But he had this box of non, and I was like, what the heck? Are these bananas? Oh, no, you called them nanners. Mm-hmm. You're like, these are nanners? And I was like, whoa, these are bananas? And you're like, oh, no, they're non. So I was like, <laughs> oh, they're nonners. And then he called them schmoopies. And that was just a mis communication so there i i had these this morning can i try one i already yeah yeah yeah. okay make sure to dip in the nutella oh they're are they supposed to be crunchy or are they supposed to be soft it's supposed to be just whatever there's not a set thing is it gross no no Mm -mm. (laughs) i had some of these this morning because i was like ugh, i want something sweet and salty it mostly tastes like powdered sugar on the non but then it has the crystals of the brown sugar Uh and makes it like Sweet and more dense, and then Nutella is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah. All right. Also, you must know I've seen every episode of Monk. I'm a huge fan. Started watching in 2007, and for the most part, watched it as it aired. I've seen season one and those we've done on the show, and a few scattered here and there in different seasons. So, if you're ready to start the show, Toby, take it away. Here's what happened. This is 606, Mr. Monk and the Buried Treasure. In the opening, we see Dr. Kroger's son, Troy, and his friends skateboarding in an open parking lot. When their skateboard hits a nearby car, they approach the vehicle to find a deceased man in the driver's seat. But along with the dead driver, they also find in the back seat empty money bags from West Bay Trust and a rather mysterious map where X marks the spot. Next, we see the boys conning Mr. Monk into helping them find the buried treasure. Desperate to get Dr. Kroger a gift, he's all in. Meanwhile, the captain and Randy are investigating the dead man in the parking lot who appears to be involved in a recent bank robbery. As Monk and his new crew are looking for the treasure, the boys receive a call on the cell phone of the dead bank robber. It was from Stephen Connolly, an employee of the bank. They then try to get the treasure location out of him, but they are found out quick. However, they don't need his help because Monk has discovered it at a local quarry. 
The boys claimed to just need a photo of the ex and secretly planned to come back and retrieve the money later. When Monk and Natalie head back to work on the robbery case, Monk discovers that he'd been duped by the boys when he remembers the phone and wallet belong to the dead robber. He tries to spare Troy's reputation when he sees that he has already dug up and spent some of his $5,000 findings. He and Troy go back to the quarry to replace the money but quickly realize they are not alone and try to escape. Stephen Connolly is there and manages to bury them under several tons of gravel. While trapped in the car together, Monk tells Troy what happened. The whole thing was an inside job. Stephen Connolly, who worked at the bank, got his troublemaking brother, Jack Connolly, and an ex-con, Tony Gamalabo, to rob the bank. But it all went wrong when the bank security guard shot Jack, severely wounding him. Stephen couldn't risk the police identifying Jack as his brother, so he made a map of the location for Tony to bury the body. Troy's treasure map. The reason Troy found money under the X was Stephen knew about the boys had the map, so he planted it there to satisfy them. It worked until Monk figured it all out. Now they were just buried alive under the rubble. Thankfully, Randy needed to pee again while they were searching for Monk, and Troy's blaring heavy metal music was a smoke signal for the gang to save them in the end. All right. Good job. That was Mr. Monk and the Buried Treasure. That was good. Yeah. I have a weird obsession with treasure hunts. I like them. They're fun. See, and I have the opposite. I don't I don't usually like treasure hunt really? things. Yeah. I mean, like the big reward was like, hmm. I was like, it was, this was, this was, I thought this was better, but really? I, I mean, yeah, I definitely thought this episode was better, but I think the hunt itself was better because it was more like clue based. I feel like, whereas uh-huh. the other one was maybe more just get there faster than the other people. Yeah. And it was very like high pressure situation. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, hurry up, hurry up. Where this one was more chill, like man, I just need to find it. And they were all like, even getting like annoyed with Monk because uh-huh. he's like, no, I'm going to find it. And they're like, God, oh, just give up. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Like, they're over it. And I don't know. It was just more calm. It was it was, it was similar to the last one where it was just more calming. Mm-hmm. Um, until, of course, the end where they're buried yeah. alive. That's And then that's where it got intense. Yeah. Where before it was like, oh, okay, this is a nice hunt. And then it was like, then the stakes were high. Mm-hmm. We didn't even ask. What did you like about this episode? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> The, the boys are explaining why they have to find this ex, and they're like, oh, yeah, uh, we're reading Treasure Island, and did you know it was written by a pirate? <laughs> you read Treasure Island? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I think it was even written by a pirate. <laughs> mm, Robert Louis Stevenson? Not a pirate. <laughs> Definitely not a pirate. Oh, I love that. Natalie totally knows something is up. She's just mm-hmm. like, well, it's just kind of weird that she lets them go along with it. But I guess yeah. it's like, she's just along for the ride. Like, Mr. Monk, I'm telling you, they're lying. And, mm-hmm. like, you do with what you want, but they're totally lying. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's funny. Of course, the the first scene that we see with Randy and the captain, and they find Tony in the car dead. Uh-huh. And Stoudemire has some real good detective work. He's like, or there was skateboarders here. Yeah. Well, I mean, the he ramp. saw the skateboard, but yeah. which they left anyway. Which which is a butthole for <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah, but they have their skateboard, and it hit the car though. He saw that it hit the car, and that it was fresh, and then he's like, hmm, there's totally skateboarders. So that, yeah, I thought that was pretty good. But anyhow, Randy walks up, and he's like, hey, Captain, can I have this piece of evidence? And he's mm-hmm. like, what? And he's like, yeah. I've been looking for this piece of this, like, receipt for four months. And if you get this, you get, like, free refills for life. And he's like, Randy, you can't have a piece of evidence. And he's like, come on, Captain. The CSI guys cleared it and everything. It's fine. And he's like, you're, you're a spiritual person, right? And he's like, what? 
I mean, you believe in God, right? It's just staring at him. And he's like, I just believe that I was meant to find this. Like, he was meant to die here. I was meant to find this receipt. It's like the circle of life. Like, That's the Lion King. He's like, yeah. Instead, I'm the lion and instead of a baby cub to Diet Coke. <laughs> and Stoltenmeyer is like, he's, he has it like kind of not taunting him, but he's holding. He's like, you see this? And he's like, if you have this. That whole circle of life, Lion King, baby cub, Diet Coke nonsense. You never say any of those words again as long as I live. (laughs) It is so funny. Oh, my gosh. Randy with his big gulp. It's so good. It's so good. Natalie and the little kid was like 16, 15 or whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's like hitting on her the entire time. And she's like, I'm old enough to be your mother. (laughs) But you're not. (laughs) <laughs> I put creepy kid hits on Natalie repeatedly. So it's so funny. And they're in the back. And, oh my God. I, f- I did feel kind of bad for her, which, yeah. because he starts he's talking like about, her well, he's start, but he talks about Mitch and he's like, mm-hmm. what happened to him? And she's like, oh, his plane oh, yeah. crashed or something. And he's, she's like, I don't want to talk about it. And he's like, oh, well, I guess that's the other guy though. He's being insensitive. Uh-huh. The one that actually likes her is like, dude, she said, knock it off. She doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> so I guess that was, that was okay. But then he's like, who knows? Maybe I can win the lottery or something. She's like, don't you have to be 18 to win the lottery? And he's just so, he's like, you never know. <laughs> They're just so dumb. It's so funny. She's just looking at him like, mm-hmm. Yeah. And this, oh gosh, there's so many of those. I thought those boys were funny. They were funny. Yeah, I know for sure. Yeah, I think that they were funny. I think that that's one thing where if you compare it to the big reward, it's like, Natalie was really like money hungry in that episode uh-huh. and was just like, every, like I said, urgent. Like everything's like, oh, da, da, da. Yeah. like there were funny like moments, but this was just like, Natalie's just along for the ride on this one. Mm-hmm. And these kids teasing her the whole time is just good fun. And I thought it paired really well with the fact that the last episode had a bunch of teenagers in it yeah. and kids and stuff. Yeah. I thought, it, I thought that was interesting. Guys, come on. The money will still be there tomorrow. Famous last words. <laughs> Well, that's funny because technically the money wasn't wasn't even even there. there. Yeah. And the guy puts it there. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I have more about the kid hitting on Natalie when they're bored because Mr. Monk can't figure out Uh like what's going on. And the kid is like, you want to go make out behind that tree? (laughs) No, thank you. (laughs) What about that tree? Mm, No, thanks. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Could you imagine how mortifying this would be if these were Julie's friends? I know, right? She would be dead. Yeah. That that would be so funny. Uh, I wonder if they go to the same school. I hope. That's, I mean, I guess there's probably a lot. I don't know, because they're such in close proximity. I don't know. I don't know how things work there, but that that would be interesting. Yeah. It was a good freaking crime. It was very well thought out, very art- articulate. Yeah. And it, it was some great writing by the team. Mm-hmm. Our, yeah, so I actually wrote this episode. <laughs> by the team. <laughs> by the I, team, I, I mean myself team. and Toby. And <laughs> Good job, me. Pat on the back. So what about it specifically did you like? like The crime. Just like how well thought out it was and the, the, the whole security, not security guard, like how it all went. How their plan went awry, and it's like you don't really know what's gonna happen, and it's I don't know. It's fun. It's fun, 
it's also exciting. And at the end, when they're stuck, you're like, oh, no. And then, yeah. Yeah. So you been- you do mean the particular crime that, like, not, not the crime that happened, but no, right. how the writers wrote the crime and then how it got foiled. Yeah. And yeah. yeah that's, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, it... That was so. That's what was so hard to write this one uh-huh. because it was like they intertwined it so well yeah. that the crime itself was just a simple bank robbery, like mm-hmm. an inside job. But then, oh, he shot him, but it was his brother, mm-hmm. and they had to cover it up. And also, was that crime not a little brutal when they were when we were watching it on the screen? Remember when Stottlemyre is like, "This is what happened," and he's playing that footage. And you see, like, the guy gets pistol whipped. Yeah. And, like, and you're like, oh, my gosh. And yeah. it's like, bah, bah. And they're like, everyone's dying and falling all over the place. I was like, oh, yeah. that was, like, was, like, usually it's, like, how Randy was on the last episode mm-hmm. where it's, like, those people are blurry. You can't tell what that is. Yeah. This one was, like, crystal clear. And they're like, pop, 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 killing everybody. Yeah. It was a, a little excessive. I won't, I'm not going to lie. Um, Randy's pee saved Monk. Which is why earlier I said, let Randy pee. And Randy's pee saved Monk. I will. It was awesome how that whole scene went. When you're like, oh my gosh, please, 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 please. And he's like, do you guys hear that? He like gets on the and floor. And Stottlemyre doesn't even want to like, he's like, what? Who cares? <laughs> oh my gosh, that was so good. That was really good. Yeah. I like the suspense of that. Yeah. Where you're like, like you said. Monk is like, oh my gosh. Just like, doo, 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 doo. And Troy doesn't even care. Oh Troy's my gosh, like, that's crazy oh to me. It's that's so cra- good. I have, that's in my paws. But anyway, uh, but yeah, I put Randy's gotta pee. Mm-hmm. Bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did put that he saved Monk, but also the whole scene where they're talking to Stephen Conley at the bank. And Randy doesn't have to preface that he has to pee. I think it actually would have been funnier if he didn't. Mm-hmm. And, like, kind of let you figure out, oh, gosh, he has to pee. Yeah. And he's like, I think I'm going to have to pee in a minute. And then they walk up to the guy. And Stottlemyre asks him, like, one question. And Randy's like, all right, I think that's it. He's like, uh, hang on. Is there anything else that you remember? <laughs> and Randy's like, I can't, you can't think of anything else. He's like, um, I don't think so. And Randy's like, I have a question. Where's the nearest bathroom? And he's like, oh, it's right there. But we haven't been able to use it because it's broken. And he's like, oh, is there like a nearby restroom that you use? He's like, oh, yeah, the deli across the street. He's like, all right, well, thanks. I think that's going to be it. <laughs> it's so fun. Just the squirm. The squirm is the best. Yeah. I love that. I'm I'm completely done. I'm on to dislike. Oh, my gosh. Let's see. Um, Monk can't not... Tell Dr. Kroger about the gift. Oh, yeah. It is so freaking hilarious. So, how are things going? And, oh, no, he he starts off his session by being all, like, happy. And yeah. he's like, yeah, I think I just, you know, solved the biggest case of my career. And he's Aww. like, oh, really? That's awesome. And he's like, yeah, it's, you know, the most important case I've ever done. And he's like, oh, well, I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. And Monk is like, I bet you are. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's so funny. And then he's like, so how's Troy doing? And Kroger's like, yeah, he's actually doing really well. He actually just came in downstairs today and was whistling just for no reason. And he's like, oh, that's great. He's like, and I bet his schoolwork is improving too. And he's like, well, we don't know about that yet, but uh, yeah, I hope so. And he's like, Monk is like, yeah, I know it will. And he's like, well, I hope you're right. Monk's like, I know I'm right. (laughs) Kroger's just like looking at him like, what the heck? And he's like, well, yeah, I, I bet it will. And he's like, yes, <laughs> it will. 
Kroger's like, what the heck? And then I wish I had a timestamp on this one, but that face that Monk makes where he's just sitting back and he's like smiling and has his like oh, yeah. little fingers together. It's so good. That's so funny. Noah's going to timestamp it. I'm going to look for it while you talk, Candace. Also, I thought it was just a great full circle moment when at the very end, right, Troy wants to study psychology now, mm-hmm. like his dad. That's awesome. And I feel like... Dr. K, he does he does so much, mm-hmm. like for everyone, especially for Monk, that he really like deserved that. You know, it's like sometimes yeah. it's hard to be you know like a psychologist and then use your psychology on people because even like Troy said, all he does is just regurgitate the psychobabble crap at me. Like I'm not one of his patients. He tries. So Dr. Kroger, you know, he tries yeah. to practice what he preaches, but it doesn't always. It just doesn't always work on your family members when yeah. they think that you're manipulating them yeah. into doing, you know. So I felt like that was really cool that Troy actually got to see, like, what his dad did. And that was really nice. It was, like, comforting Monk. And I was like, oh, he learned from it. And then Monk at the end is like, he's like, what did you say to him to make him want to become a, a, a therapist or whatever? And he's like, you know, I just did my little Monk magic or whatever. We just had a heart to heart. Yeah. <laughs> He left out the part where he was having a mental breakdown. <laughs> that was funny. Did you get that timestamp for us yet? I got this. Yes, yes it will. <laughs> play, play the yes. Okay. Yes. It will. <laughs> <laughs> so that's at 21.45. You can start from 21.45 and it'll be there within like 15 seconds. You can just watch that entire scene. It's hilarious. It's super cute. And then my last thing is just, it was a really fun treasure hunt, which we said before. Uh-huh. But yeah, I couldn't really remember if it was real or not. Like, if they actually found money there. I forgot that part. But either way, I felt like, again, I really wanted them to find it. And mm-hmm. I wanted Monk to succeed in finding his, you know, gift for Dr. Kroger. Mm-hmm. I felt like, again, because Dr. Kroger deserved it. But a win for Monk that he was able to do that for Dr. Kroger. So, yeah, it was like a twofer. I liked it. It was nice. It was nice. Yeah. All right. What did we dislike about this episode? Okay. Natalie says, if you're a teenage guy, you're a liar. And guess what, Natalie? I'm a teenage guy. Barely. But, <laughs> but I'm not get there. a liar. <laughs> Maybe you'll get there. One day. You're recently teenage. I'm, so. I'm, a, I'm a recent teenage man, boy, child. Guy. Yep, I noticed that. I was like, ooh, Noah might have a few things to say yeah. about that one. And that is the absolute first thing you brought up. Guess so. what? I have I have a uh, podcast where all I do is not lie. All I do is truth. Well. So take that. Let's not check the tapes on that one. But maybe most of the time I truth. Yeah. Like nine. Wait. Just about the times like, you're saying that you wrote the show yeah, or that maybe you did all of the work and those are the that. true times. Oh. Obviously. Okay. And then including this one that you just said. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um what I did not like is that yes, it was fun, it was a nice adventure, but in general, the those kids were kind of being punks because they were totally lying and using Mr. Monk mm-hmm. for his talents. Yeah, and they were taking advantage of him, and they were... Well, I mean, Monk thought he was doing the right thing. I mean, they kind of helped him in a way. Well, I mean, yeah, but also they were manipulating him into doing something really, really illegal. Like, really illegal. Oh, yeah. This wasn't just the like... The fact that it was illegal, I guess. 
and that he worked for the police and that they took advantage of his good detective skills, probably his, you know, love for Dr. Kroger. Yeah. And yeah, so it was kind of, it was kind of punkish of them to be doing that. It was pretty punkish of them. But I mean, Monk felt accomplished in the end. He was like, I just solved the best case of my life and all that. Um, Let Randy pee, for God's sake. (laughs) (laughs) Out of all of the let Randy do blank. (laughs) Let Randy pee, man. You you can't control this one, Stottlemyre. It's coming out one way or the other, okay? (laughs) I agree. Back to the, you know, taking advantage of. I don't know how I felt about how Monk was trying to cover for Troy after he knew that Troy had broken all these laws and was doing this. It was oh, like yeah, he was he like, was, I won't tell anyone. Yeah. We'll keep your name out of if it. If we go back and bury the money yeah. and stuff, that was, I was like, oh, that's a little. Yeah. No, I forgot about that. Yeah, I was like, excuse me, Monk? Yeah, because Monk is a really, really honest guy. Yeah. And he totally. Stuck his neck out for Troy. Troy. Yeah. I thought that, I didn't Totally, like that. yeah. Monk died. I wrote that at the very be- or like at the very beginning of the car scene where they get <laughs> right before it goes to commercial and they're like getting buried. I just wrote Monk died. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I was trying to uh, predict it. <laughs> yeah, what did we what were we eating? What were we eating? Pho. Pho. Yeah. Pho pho. It was yums. Yeah. Yombie. But yeah, that was and that was a long scene too where they're getting buried and buried yeah. and buried and then they're like screaming and then the tractors dumps all the gravel and then the tractor is like mm-hmm. shuts off. It was so dramatic. I actually like that. But yeah, monk dies. Yeah. Yeah, that monk was, definitely died. Yeah. You just, you totally said that too. You're like, oh monk dies, that was it. <laughs> it's like true. Okay, also, can we talk about this? I don't think you've seen this episode, unfortunately, but Mr. Monk and the employee of the month. No, okay, there is a scene where Monk is working at the supermarket, right? Mm-hmm. And he sees Dr. Kroger at the supermarket, but he doesn't say hi like he's about to. Mm-hmm. But he sees Dr. Kroger eating a like a granola bar, uh-huh. and then he sticks it in his pocket. And so Monk is like, oh my gosh, I just saw him steal something. And he's like totally torn up inside about it. So at their next session, he's just sitting there just, like, staring at Dr. Kroger like, I know what you did. And then finally, he comes out and says it. And Dr. Kroger's, like, really offended. Like, Adrian, I can't believe that you would think that I would steal something. I always carry around granola bars in my pocket. And he's like, in fact, I have one, like, in my pocket now. And Monk is like, can I see it? And he's like, no, Adrian. Actually, you know what? I need you to trust me. And he's like, I see a lot of police officers, and they're very untrusting people, and I need you to get over this. And Monk is like, okay. And so he makes him wait a little bit, and then he ends up pulling the granola bar out and eating it. And so Monk is oh, like, oh, thank no. God. And but but it was his. Yeah. It was his personal one yeah. that he brought. Right. Uh-huh, so yeah. it was so it was a good thing. Mm-hmm. Now in this episode, Monk's just like. We'll bury the five thousand dollars and no one will ever know about this. No. <laughs> Remember when Troy makes a comment about his dad committing oh. insurance fraud about the coins? Remember that? Yeah. He was like, Oh yeah, I remember oh, because they're explaining he's explaining why do you think you only found five thousand dollars? And he's like, Well, we just figured that the in, the bank lied to the insurance company that 
they had stole $2 million when they only really stole like $5,000. He's like, my dad did that whenever, <laughs> whenever someone burglarized us. He told the insurance company we had a rare coin collection. Oh. And Monk's like, oh, okay. And then just lets it go. But I will say that you're right. Then the fact that he's just like, let's bury the money and we'll figure out about this. Exactly. So it's kind of a two for like, oh, Dr. Kroger, I could judge him except for I'm doing something really illegal. So I won't. Yeah. So I didn't put that under plot holes Mm -hmm. because, you know. Yeah. They missed a joke that I think would have been pretty funny. Monk could have been wearing his seatbelt the entire time they were buried. I feel like that'd be hilarious. Uh, if he just didn't take off his seatbelt. Because I feel like that's a Monk thing to do. Yeah, because he didn't, he didn't put it on, right? Because they were out of the car, uh-huh. and then he hops back in the car, and he doesn't put his seatbelt on. He's just, like, screaming, make it go, make it go, make it go. And he's like, I am. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been funny. Okay, did we not feel super grungy, grimy, just, like, watching them squish in the back of Ugh, that car? Yeah. That was so uncomfortable. Oh, I hated that. Yeah. Yeah, they're just like squeezed, and then the music is blaring. Yeah. <laughs> Natalie's just like sitting there squished in between these two boys. Oh, and they probably smelt, and they're like infatuated with her, and yeah. it's like so uncomfortable. But I will say that Natalie, it was that was a really funny scene where they're, She's like, they're yeah. trying to decide who's going in what car, mm-hmm. and Troy's like, "No, Mr. Monk has to go with us. Has to go with me because he's the navigator." And Natalie's like, oh, well, I have to be with Mr. Monk. So, okay, I'll go with you guys, and then you two take my car. Mm-hmm. And they're like, all right. And she's like, wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> wait. Um, mm. And then it cuts, and she's like in the backseat, squish, and like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's so funny. So poor Natalie. That's the decision yeah. she had to make. Uh, I'm done. You are? Okay. I barely took too many notes, oh, I will say. I'm geez. not going to lie. It was, I wanted to watch. Sorry, my bad. Um, actually, I only have one more thing. So oh. you're not off, too far off. Tortured Monk is always just really sad. Oh, yeah. It's, it was super squirmy. Again, you know, not necessarily like the car, it being gross, but mm-hmm. him being buried under that rubble and just so, like, tortured, like, oh, my gosh, I can't do this. And, yeah, it was, it, it's really sad. Anytime that monk has to go through something that is, like, a normal person would be freaking out mm-hmm. and how monk has to handle it, those are, like, the worst. Like, the dentist, when he's, like, strapped in the chair. Yeah, a normal person would be freaking out, let alone monk doing this. So. Yeah. That was terrifying. I did, I did not feel safe for monk or anyone. Yeah. No. All right, I'm done. Okay. He's, he's the guy. guy. Per usual, nobody forheats the guy because I'm 12. 13. I'm 13. I'm 13. <laughs> we literally just talked I always about forget. this. Because I'm 12. Wait a second. <laughs> I am a teenage man boy child. Okay. Let's start off with Sean Marquette. He played the kid that hits on Natalie. Mm-hmm. And he is actually, he's in the Goldbergs. Yeah. The Fosters. Uh, Home for Imaginary Friends. He had like a bunch of credits on that one. I don't know what that is, but uh, Home I, for Imaginary Friends. That's a movie. Oh, is it a movie or the cartoon? It was a cartoon. Yeah, the cartoon. Oh, okay, yeah. I have no clue what that is, but he's on that. 
And I recognized him from the beloved Jennifer Garner movie called 13 Going on 30. Oh, yeah. Where, yeah, have you seen I'm it? I'm 13 and I'm going on 30. Yeah, I've seen Aww. it. Or she's like the kid and then she's like, oh, I wish I was older. And then she's an older girl. Yeah, and the opposite of her in that movie is Mark Ruffalo, mm-hmm. who is, what's his, the Hulk, right? Yeah. Mark Ruffalo. So this kid plays the young Mark Ruffalo where they're, yeah. you know, before they turn magic and turn into 30-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's him. So. Aw. Yeah. Next is, I am officially, officially done with the middle. So, that's sad. Wait, like, what? super sad. Aw. Yeah, finish the middle. So, I did, I found two more He's the Guys, though, as I was watching it through. The first one is Rose Abdu, who we talked about before, who plays Monk's mom, right? Mm-hmm. Remember, she's in the Gilmore Girls. But she was Brick's life skills teacher. And I think mm-hmm. it's like the last season where, do you remember when Axel gets the baby doll? He's, to like soothe it, he like swings it around by its leg. And he's like, this is what he likes. It's, <laughs> it's super funny. What? He ends up like losing his head. And, uh, <laughs> and Frankie has to like rock the head to sleep while the dad rocks the body to sleep. <laughs> and it's super funny. So Brick, four years later... Uh-huh. Gets the same baby in life skills class because he's a heck. Uh-huh. And so Rose Abdu is his teacher and she gives him the doll. And it's super Aww, funny. So cute. that's her. And then the other one is Sonia Eddy, who plays Opal, the nurse in the nursing home in Mr. Monk and the Very, Very Old Man. And in season three, she plays Axel's Spanish teacher. And that's actually a super funny scene because this is when Axel is, he's trying to get out of a Spanish test. So he pretends that he's too sick to go to school, but then he's not too sick to go to his friend's party. So he does like this not sick, sick, not sick, because then he has to go back to school. So he's trying to get out of the Spanish test, right? And then the next day, the Spanish test is there again. Like it's still there and he still hasn't studied for it. So his friend, Sean Donahue, He's like, dude, you can't do the sick, not sick, sick, not sick, not sick. Mm-hmm. And Axel's like, but I can do the sick, not sick, sick, not sick Jewish holiday. And so he goes to school and you see Opal there and that's his Spanish teacher. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I just, you know, I have a Jewish holiday. And, uh, and also my grandma died. You can look it up in the paper. And he like gives her the paper and it's just some random old lady. And he's like, yeah, she drove off bridge. <laughs> super sad and funny and she's like oh my gosh Axel I am so sorry and he's like yeah we'll be okay though or something she she died living her best life or something funny it was something funny like that so anyways I love the middle obviously I could talk about the middle all day as a monk so if you like you know comedy shows like that check out the middle like it's, it's it's a funny show. The middle's I, very good. So. I stopped watching it, so I have to rewatch it. Yeah, no, it's really good. Then it's funny to the end too. It does. Yeah. It never like drops off in funniness. It's still good, and they they have real. They're really good at reoccurring their storylines. Like the baby, mm-hmm. it comes back like four years later. Mm-hmm. So it's really good. Our last, he's the guy, is actually a viewer's voice. <gasps> no way. Yeah. Do you want to do this one? I will do this one. Okay. So this viewer's voice is from a young beauty lover, and they actually told us that Dr. Kroger was on Star Trek. Yeah, I didn't know that. Me neither. Which I don't watch Star Trek, so that makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) But 
And uh, I will say that Young Beauty Lover, they claim to be our number one fan. So that really? is cool. Yeah, they're on YouTube. And they're always the first to comment on all of our videos. And they watch them right when they come out. And so it's super cool. So, yeah. That's Young Beauty Lover. Lindsay's Shout out. got some, some oh, competition. Oh, no, she does. <laughs> That's funny. But, yeah, so Dr. K was on Star Trek. And, and he was also on an episode of Columbo. <gasps> no way! Yes, and now I will. I will admit I have not seen this episode yet. Apparently, there's more episodes than they show you on IMDb, and because I was waiting for this episode to show up, because all these people have always say oh there's God. a picture of Doctor K in Star Trek. That's funny. Stanley Camel Star Trek. Will you look up Stanley Camel on Columbo? Okay, yeah. Because I've seen this in, I'm like in a Columbo group and a, and multiple monk groups, right? So I've seen them say like, oh, look, Dr. K on Columbo. And I watched the entire series already of Columbo and he was not on there. And so I was like, what the heck? So I looked up the episode and sure enough, it wasn't on there. Like it wasn't on the library. So I was like, dang. So I wasn't able to watch him in it. But Agenda I, for murder. Yeah. It's not on there. Is there a picture? No, there isn't. <gasps> Ew. Looks creepy. Maybe he's a bad guy. I have no clue. Look it. Oh. That's him, right? Yeah. It looks like him. Oh, this was in 1990. Yeah, he's a young boy. Oh, okay. Because Columbo's pretty old, but they made episodes that are like way later, Uh like in the 90s. So that makes sense that he looks pretty similar. He doesn't Mm -hmm. look... A lot of people look super young Mm -hmm. because they're famous now and they were just starting their careers back in the 70s. Yeah. So you can like hardly recognize them. But he looks pretty th- the yeah. same right there. So It was super yeah. dark, but still. Yeah, so obviously we've seen Stanley Camel before, but thank you to Young Beauty Lover once again for bringing that to our attention, that he was in Star Trek. Mm-hmm. And if you want to be featured on our viewer's voice, leave us a, a message wherever you, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, wherever, and yep. let us know. Yeah, thank you. Junk time. Welcome back to junk time. My favorite time and okay. yours on the show where we eat jank. And Candace asked me questions. Candace is finishing up her Noah Schmoopy, her Noah's Nanners. Yummy? You know it. Mm. They're really yummy. All right. If you could have free refills of the same drink oh, geez. forever, what would it be? Does it have to be like an official drink? Like a Sprite? Or can it be like... You know, my own... Like, something that you couldn't actually, like, find somewhere? Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess, yeah. Okay, because I mix Sprite and Fanta together. Would oh, that... Oh, I see what you did there. Hmm. See, okay, it's, well, not, okay, it's so... not two different drinks, because it, then it's just, it just fused as one. So is that your favorite drink? Was that... I mean... No, it's not my favorite, but I know if I have, like... My favorite's a little too strong, and I can't have that for, like, every meal. Mm. Or oh, I would probably get water, and I can solve world hunger, world thirst. Um, well, I'm not sure that that really makes sense. Because <laughs> Just, like, at one place. Well, because technically yeah. you already have unlimited water Yeah, where you are, and you haven't solved world hunger. So That's basically not you unlimited, need, you need though. To you get, get to pay, like, water bills. <laughs> Do you pay those frequently? Uh, yeah. I paid them, like, two days ago. It's fine. Because you're 12. Because I'm 12. I mean, I'm, a, I'm a 13-year-old man boy. 
child. Child guy. Okay, so what? Okay, I guess if you had to pick from a restaurant or something, I don't know. I mean, I guess it doesn't. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, but the the thing about this 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 Sprite Fanta, it goes with everything. Like yeah. every meal you have, mwah, delicious. Well, and but the only, I only have Sprite Fanta during Halloween because yeah. I like Sprite and I get mm-hmm. Sprite like every time. But uh-huh. I only have Sprite Fanta because it like or, it's orange, and it's fright. It's uh, Fanta Sprite. It's fright. Right. We used to do suicides. What are those? Where you. Oh, and get every everything. single drink. It tastes really gross, though. Yeah. You just do that to be cool. Because <laughs> it does not taste good. It's like basically like drinking alcohol. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it's so cool. And that was disgusting. Yeah. And I guess I was going for more of like a specific restaurant. But I mean, I guess if most places have Sprite, they'd have Fanta. So yeah, you'd probably be safe with Sprite going somewhere and you could get free refills anywhere you yeah. know what i mean so it's like it's kind of hard because like randy has to go to the same gas station like mm-hmm. oh i got re- free refills from this place yeah but like because i love lemonade and but like chick-fil-a has different lemonade than other places uh-huh. so my favorite lemonade is minute made though uh-huh. and then root beer is the same thing some people have nasty root beer because yeah. like mug is not no, no good. That, yeah that's the same thing with sprite like It'll just taste literally like the nastiest water you've ever tasted. It's so gross. If you, if it doesn't have the right amount of like, oh well, yeah. If, know, if they overcarbonate yeah, it, they overcarbonate oh gosh, it. yeah. No, I'm like I need like, a new drink because that's that just means yeah. they didn't they messed up on the syrup. Like they need to put more syrup. But yeah, but yeah, lemonade and root beer are my two favorite drinks. I'm definitely not mixing those together. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a tough one. I go through like spurts where I like only drink root beer not only but like uh-huh. i drink root beer and so i'm like oh my gosh i love root beer i could not live without root beer and then you drink and then i do the same thing like- with lemonade i cannot live without lemonade lemonade for everything everything and then i'm like i need to try root beer again and i'm like oh god <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so good yeah they're both really good but fright can't be topped i bet it i bet that's good it's really i mean good. It it's, sounds it's good. like sprite but with extra flavor when sprite is how you make like all those drinks like Halloween punch and stuff yeah. where you put like sherbet ice cream and pineapple juice. You just load that baby up with a two liter of Sprite. Oh my gosh, it is so good. I've never tasted that. Oh my gosh, I have to make that for you. That's amazing. What is We that? need to watch Elf while we drink Halloween oh. punch. <laughs> I haven't seen Elf yet. What a psycho. Anyway, okay. During junk time, we're going to do a little math time. Okay, oh, so... Oh, jeez, no. I did this. No, I'm not going to ask you anything. It's Saturday, Candace. Ugh. No, I'm not going to ask anything. I'm just going to... I was thinking about it. So, you know, Randy is like, come on, Captain, I need this receipt. I drink like four of these a day. That would If I live to be 100, that's like a million dollars. Mm-hmm. So... Okay, so I did the math because I was like, a million dollars? That sounds like a lot of money. Oh, no. Is it going to be like a million dollars? Okay, so... If Randy was 37 at the time he said that, that means that he'd have 63 years left to live. Mm-hmm. He would have four cups per day. And so 63 years times four cups is nine, 91,080 cups. Oh, if those, no. If each cup cost $5 a piece, it would be $549,800. So, and what if he's been drinking them as a kid? So half a million dollars. So he was, it sounded like an exaggeration, but like half a million and a million, it's like not that big of a difference when you're talking about like 
you know, in generalities. It's not like he said a billion dollars. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like a billion dollars. He's like, that's, that's like a million dollars. Like, that's a pretty good quick math. And, however, if those drinks cost $5. Anyway, I just thought yeah. I would share that. At most, I feel like they'd be like three bucks. That's what I'm thinking. Right but for yeah. that big, big cup. Yeah. All right. Are you ready for our final moments of junk time? Our next thing of junk time? Yeah. Remember a couple weeks ago, we did our Sharona versus Natalie episode. Uh-huh. So we played some people's voicemails, right, when they mm-hmm. called in. And we actually got some new listeners out of that because not all those people actually, like, listen to our show. Mm-hmm. So now they're listening Hopefully, they're still there. But they uh, actually had two separate voicemails that people resent mm-hmm. in after they started listening to our show. So, do you want to hear one of those now? Yeah, let's, let's play it. Hi, my name is Chad Workman. This message is for Noah. Uh, I have been going through past episodes because I didn't know about you guys right from the beginning, and so I'm trying to catch up. And I just want to say that, Noah, you're hilarious. I just listen to listening to the one about Mr. Moach gets to shrink or whatever that's called. I laughed so hard when you said that you thought that the shrink was explaining lazy. But yeah, so you guys are awesome and I look forward every week to your new episodes. Uh, and I'll just keep listening. Thanks. Have a great day. That was amazing. That was good, right? that was Thank good. you. So that was from Sam Workman if you didn't catch that, but yeah, I thought that was so oh, sweet. My gosh. He's that's so Did cool. You hear that, guys? Even if you didn't think I was funny, everyone thinks I'm funny. <laughs> At least one of you does. <laughs> Good job, me. Okay, and then I also got a voicemail. <gasps> what? Yeah, so this is from Ryda. She's from Pakistan. Okay, I'm sorry. I was a little sick, so I couldn't get back to you earlier. I I was so thrilled to hear your podcast. I just, uh, I find your voice so uh, soothing and enchanting. So I love, I follow you on your Instagram as well. And I just enjoy your stories and polls. And, uh, you know, I just really love it. It's such wholesome content. So kudos on that. And, uh, you know, best of luck in that. And let me know if I can be of any help any other time. And, uh, yeah, thank you so much once again. Oh, Isn't that so nice? And she thought my voice was so soothing and enchanting. I was like, me? She gave me kudos. She gave me kudos and everything for such wholesome content. I was like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So sweet, guys. Diehard fans already getting to our heads. All right. Candace is going to start talking like this now to show off her soothing. So soothing. (laughs) Talk like Siri. No, but no one's ever, ever said that to me. So. Thank you so much. <laughs> you tried to sound as soothing as possible. I know. Now I'm like self-conscious about it. <laughs> like trying not to sound like I'm cackling. But yeah. And poor Rita. She's been sick. So. I know. Um, hopefully by the time you're listening to this, you're feeling much, much better. Yeah. It's, you know, in the future. But thank you so much for the sweet compliments. And we are so glad that all of you guys listen to us and you you enjoy our wholesome content. We try to. We try to keep it family-friendly and fun for you guys. So thank you so much for calling in. And, of course, you know, you could always leave us a voicemail because we love it. Our heads don't get, you know, that big. I mean, no way. <laughs> my, my headphones are kind of falling off the sides. <laughs> but other than that, thanks, guys. 
Uh, if you just want to get in the podcast, you're like, oh, I'll be on TV. Just give us a, a compliment. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> just give us a Guys, look, this really nice person said something about us. I just wanted to get in. <laughs> right. <sighs> okay, joke time's over. Joke time's over. Thank you, guys. We love you. Plot holes. Okay, Candice, you can start it off because I only have one. Oh, jeez. I and know, rice. right? Jeez and rice. There wasn't that many plot holes. Okay. Are Jared and Troy the same kid? <laughs> Fan theory. <laughs> they both skip school. Mm-hmm. To listen to trash rock music. Uh-huh. What the heck? That was like the same storyline. <laughs> right? That's like, like the exact They're the thing, same yeah. kid. I almost called him Jared like 50 times. <laughs> so that, that was my first one. Uh-huh. Okay, also, those kids are dumb. Yeah. Those kids are dumb dumbs. I'd like to see one of them here making a podcast at 12 years old. 13. I'm 13 now, but I... <laughs> I engineered and genetically created, like, the soy, this podcast. Uh, okay, so, but seriously, they leave their skateboard at the scene. Are you? That was my plot Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. I'll skip that. I'll Skaters skip that. Don't, don't leave their skateboards, because why would they? No one does that. Who are we fighting? Uh, oh, that's not even what I was saying. So, I know. But, yeah. That's, Who that's leaves their skateboard? I'm not a skater, but, like, they're expensive. They're like, 60 bucks. They thought they were gonna like get the treasure map, so they were like, "We'll buy a new skateboard. Just take your skateboard with you." What yeah. are you doing? I was saying it more for evidence. They hit the guy's car, left their yeah. skateboard there, yeah. and then they stole the treasure map out of his car. Yeah. That's how Stottlemyre figured them out because they yeah. left their ramp and their skateboard there. But yours was a good point too. But they also they take the map. They don't report the dead guy. Uh-huh. They take his cell phone. They answer his cell phone. Yeah. They use the guy's ID out of his wallet. I'm 43. Then they pull the phone out in front of Monk to take a picture. And then they go back and steal the money. Mm-hmm. These kids, that's why I'm saying, like, that was in my, like, dislikes. They're no manip- one's that much of an idiot, Like, they're manipulating right? Monk, but also, like, they're doing very illegal stuff this whole time. It wasn't like, oh, we just happened to find this treasure map. And now we're looking for it. And we don't want to share it. So... We're not going to tell anyone. Mm-hmm. They found this on a dead man that they knew probably robbed a bank because they found the bank money bags in the back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's no way. People like that don't exist. They oh, gosh, they totally do. Or at least they don't listen this to This is a bad plot hole. They totally, they they totally, totally exist. exist. That's terrible. Okay. They're under the rubble from night till the next day, midday. How many times have you left the light on in your car? And the battery is dead zero percent. Your car does not turn on the next day. Yeah. There's no way they would still be in the light. Their car would totally die if they left their cargo light on all night that. long. No, I was thinking that. Yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. A lot of sense. A lot of sense. Tell, tell us about your... We didn't get into it because we were watching it, but you were like, can't they just get out? Why wouldn't they... And you were explaining Oh, it. yeah. Break the front window and the back window... And then roll down all the windows, because apparently they have car batteries still. Roll down all the windows, break the front and back window, and the car will just cave in, and then all the gravel's gone mm. from on top of you. It's all inside of the car. And then literally would just be like a pile up. Then again, they really don't know how much gravel's on top of them. Yeah, that's true. 
But it wasn't that much. It well, was literally a flat thing where Randy was like, they're under here. Okay, wait. So that's actually part of my plot hole is because I think that was a continuity error because... It was a giant pile yes. and then it's... Yeah. Yeah. Right? Okay. You noticed that. Uh-huh. So like you said, they don't know how much gravel was on top of them. There actually was a lot more than when Randy found them mm-hmm. underneath there. Because, yeah. I mean, they dug what? Maybe six inches? Mm-hmm. They didn't even dig a foot. When they were like, oh my gosh, they're under there. And then they found the top of the car and were banging on it. I was like, "Mm, that doesn't make sense. And I was like, maybe Noah's idea would work. But I didn't, we didn't discuss it. So I didn't know exactly what it was. But yeah, I would think, now I would, I'll say that I probably would be scared that it, the gravel would come in and just suffocate you. Yeah. Like if we unleash this, it's just going to bury us and then we're going to die instantly. But if it's loose gravel, can you not dig Dig through through it? Loose gravel? Or is it, would you be like, you know, trapped? You know what I mean? I feel like. Would it be so heavy on top of you that you couldn't like move your arms through? It's not like a ball pit. It's gravel. But at the same time, it'll just, there's a lot of room in a car. Like shimmy out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. If all you you have to do is just like, I guess I can do this because I'm a little tiny baby boy. But like. Man child. Man child. (laughs) Of course. But like just stay on top of the seats and then let everything in. Yeah, or like you said, like try to break the back window or something mm-hmm. and where you have like a divider where the rock's not going to go over yeah. your seat. So even if your plan doesn't work, you'd still be safe in the front or something. Yeah. Yeah. Also, and this is not necessarily a plot hole, but you don't plug your ears when the music is that loud. Like how I Monk know, right? is like... He's like, all Like being tortured by it, but then doesn't plug his ears. Just, yeah, just plug your ears. Mm-hmm. Okay, my last one is Randy says he was drinking Diet Coke before like i know he has free refills so there's this is not the strongest of plot holes but he says instead of a baby cub it's a diet coke and then later when stottlemyre pops a hole in his cup it's obviously clear liquid that's falling out of the cup so Hmm. the he either they just did that so that he wouldn't be spilling soda all over the set and it was water or he refilled with sprite and betrayed his diet coke I can't imagine if they actually put Sprite in there, but exactly. So it's it, it you know what I mean. It so has it's to like be water. So it but is at the water. Same time, but what would it be in the show? Exactly, because you know it's water. So it's like it's either a mistake because it was supposed to be Diet Coke, or mm-hmm. he switched it. Dang, got him. All right, I'm done with plot holes. What? Okay, so am I. How crazy was Monk this episode? No crazy moments from Noah because I I didn't write any down. All right. Here, let's share a list then. What? Okay. Thank oh, wait. Out of 10 what? Out of 10. Um, Treasure Islands. In parentheses, written by parrot, pa- pirates. <laughs> written by parrots. <laughs> <laughs> that works too, actually. Pirates have parrots. <laughs> okay. I did out of 10 tons of gravel. Let's play 20 questions, Mr. Monk. Okay. It could be an animal, a vegetable, or a mineral. It can be anything. It's a mineral. (laughs) Is it gravel? (laughs) It's gravel. (laughs) It's gravel. It's gravel. It's gravel. Okay. Let's let's do these. (laughs) Mr. Monk once tried to unlock the door. Mr. Monk, I can't unlock the door. Just unlock it. (laughs) Just... Just unlock it, Troy. I'm not joking. Unlock the door. 
oh, oh, oh. He puts the plastic all over his couch when the boys come over. Oh, yeah. And they're like, what is this? And Mr. Monk is like, well, you see, the couch is, what's the word? Mine? (laughs) (laughs) He freaks out when the lights go out, which, I mean, I would kind of, too. For sure. But at some point, you have to get, like, sleep. I'd be like, oh, let's turn it off. Dink. And have to be my choice. Then it going out. Yeah. Exactly. But if it went out, I'd be like, yeah. oh my God. Exactly. Heck no. Yeah. He wants to tell Harold about the gift that he got <laughs> Dr. Croker. Monk remembers the weather from every single day when he's like being, he's like being, what's his name's patient. That's so sweet. I wanted sad. to say Jared, but what's his it, name? Troy. Troy's patient. Whenever he was like being Troy's patient. He was like, um, well, it was like kind of cloudy. Next day. <laughs> he said it was going to be, it was, they said it was going to rain, but it never rained. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's great. It, it was funny. Okay, question. Did you think that he was talking about like some memory for Trudy or something mm-hmm. when he started talking? Mm-hmm. And then Troy's like, what about the next day? And he's like, it's partly cloudy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, Because when we were watching it, you went, aw. Like he was remembering oh. something sweet. And then I was like. I'm pretty sure he's talking about the weather. (laughs) That was hilarious. That's so funny. (laughs) He can't contain himself with Dr. Kroger. He goes through the whole spiel of telling him, Mm -hmm. I bet you are. Uh Uh-huh. They're, okay, so they're all high-fiving each other or whatever because they found the ex, and one of them tries to give a high-five to Monk, and Monk's like, no, thank you. And so they do a little fist bump. Yeah, that was really sweet. And then the last one is blinker, blinker, Troy, use your blinker. (laughs) And Troy's like, yeah, I don't do that. I don't want people to know what I'm thinking. (laughs) So it's actually kind of a crazy Troy moment. Yeah. (laughs) But Monk was yelling blinker at him. So it was funny. Which I mean, just use your blinker, man. Of course, it's gravel. It's gravel. gravel. So out of 10 tons of gravel, 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 I gave him a three. Really? Yeah. Out of ten treasure islands written by pirates, I give it a three. Really? Yeah. Guys, look at us. Oh, no, wait. No, thank you. This one. Yay. All right. That was it. He wasn't super crazy. (laughs) I mean, we had some, but the craziest thing, obviously, is everything he does when he's underneath the gravel, and it's like, who wouldn't? Yeah. So, you still have to... He's pretty calm and collected, you know. For the rest of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. this episode okay candace what would you rate this episode all right this was a solid episode not too bad if i can compare it to the rock concert with jared right similar story father son you know storyline this one was much more adventurous Mm -hmm. and i feel like it carried you know more relationships forward than just you know like stottlemyre and jared it was monk and kroger Monk and Troy, mm-hmm. Troy and Kroger. So I thought it was, you know, more character-based. I liked yeah. it. I personally, before this, I always just saw this as like a super filler episode. Yeah. And like, oh, this one's not going to be that great. And I'm kind of rethinking it because mm-hmm. I, I, it honestly kind of changed my mind as, you know, as dissecting these episodes does frequently. Like I said, a lot of character and adventure in this episode that I didn't appreciate before. Yeah. So I I do think it was a solid episode. So I'm going to give it a 10.8. 
That's good. That's, that's, I, I respect it. I respect it. Okay, so this was a great episode. We learned a lot about, you know, Dr. Kroger's, his son, and the whole coin thing. I thought that was really funny. We, we, it was, it was a nice little writing thing with lots of twists and turns, and the end where he, he was, like, being monk's therapist was a little nice bow. That was, that was great. And it was a, it was, was a great, great, like, character moment. Genius writing right there. Like, oh, because it's, like, Dr. Kroger, and it's, like, his son, and he'll be, like, you know, giving him therapy. It's, it's very sweet. Yeah. It was a nice little bow. Yep. And for that, I'm going to give it a... Drum roll, please. Brrr, six out of ten. <laughs> oh, okay. I was ex- I was expecting well, a lower last... score than the birds and the bees. Yeah, no, because of the birds and the bees, I was like eight out of ten. I mean, like I guess it makes sense. It's not a nine, but it's not. I don't feel like it's an eight, but it's not an eight point five. So I'll just give it an eight. And this one, I was like, it's good, but it's not birds and the bees good, and it's not. I don't think it's up to that level. So I just give it a six. I might change it to a, say, a seven, but I feel like a six is, is fair. And it and let's let's be honest. Um, I feel like a lot of people probably feel like I did before about this episode, where mm-hmm. it's just a filler. It's kind of boring. I got did get some of those comments that didn't make the viewers' voice this uh-huh. week. That it just wasn't their favorite. And but without explanation, I'll add. You oh. know, some people were just like, "I this is is not at the top of my list," so they didn't really want to yeah. say anything about it, which is you know fair. But I. I I'm just assuming that it's similar to what I was saying. Like, yeah. It seems like a filler, kind of boring, not whatever. But when, again, when you dissect these things the way that we do, you do learn to appreciate different aspects of the writing yeah. and the complexity of things and the character building. And so it kind of it helps. It changes your mind about some stuff. So mm-hmm. um, if you want to be part of the next, uh, the, the viewer, a viewer's voice, just do episode 10 because that's like a few from now and we'll be all ready for episode 10 so if you want to chime in your input on episode 10 or just want to be in an episode then yeah give us your viewers voice try episode 11 oh okay well just well i said episode 9 last time i know i don't know i just because we do them in twos right it's just hard to say we do them in twos so if we're doing them in twos we're going to record them on the same day anyway so you might as well go past that 10 or 11, so, whatever you want, whatever you feel like yeah. that day. But I also send reminders out uh-huh. for, you know, like, hey, guys, we're recording tomorrow to remind you if you want to send something in. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just so if you, you want to get ahead of where yeah. we're going, right? So, yeah. Yay. Yay, we're done. Yay. Not too shabby. Not too shabby at all. We're trucking along. Can you believe that we're almost in the middle of season six? We, like, just started season six. I feel like that, yeah. It feels like we just started. Like, Marcy? Mm-hmm. That was, like... Yesterday. Also, oh, my gosh, a little tiny update. I don't usually like to flex these things, but it was a little exciting. I posted our content for Mr. Muck and His Biggest Fan this past week, mm-hmm. and on, like, Fan Friday or Wacky Wednesday or one of those. Oh, yeah, it was Wacky Wednesday because I posted a video of Marcy playing the guitar and singing her song. Mm -hmm. And Sarah Silverman totally liked it and commented on it. What? Yeah. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. I got a notification. I was like, Sarah Kate Silverman liked your photo. I was like, what the heck is this? And she commented, aw. (laughs) What? I was like, okay. That was cool. When we were talking about her, we were like, she is so famous. She'll never notice us. That's awesome. That is so cool. 
Isn't that cool? We're basically if we know enough famous people, we're we're basically famous. Wow. We're basically famous. We're getting there. We're getting we're, there. We're we're our own. He's the guy. We're like very famous. We're like fr- okay. We're we're pretty famous. He's all right. I've seen it. I've seen him on a thing. He was in a thing. Oh my don't God. don't look up our IMDb's, please. Okay. Well, that's it. That is it. Be, be our be in our viewers' voice. We love you guys. Uh, and what do you want? What do you want to say to the entire world? If you if everyone in the world was listening to this podcast, Candace, what would you want to say to them? It's gravel. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye, everyone. We love you. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Junk Monk Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us at Junk Monk Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you want to know more about Candice, she's at Hardens and Hardhats on Instagram. And if you want to know more about me, Noah L., subscribe to my vlog, Noah Hernandez, on YouTube. Also, you can leave us a voicemail at 323-366-0477 with your questions, comments, or just to show us some love. Don't forget to catch up on Monk with Amazon Prime Video or Peacock TV. And of course, subscribe to our show. You'll thank me later.